I am Duncan Williams, and today I am joined by Robert Ash and John Newsom. It is Monday, the 31st of July, and we will find out later this week, and you will probably already know by the time this is published, what the Bank of England has done with interest rates on Thursday. So is it going to be left without an increase or quarter of a percent or half a percent? I can't help but think that they're going to have to increase interest rates by at least a quarter of a percent. Robert, what do you think? I think it's a bit like watching paint dry this. Each time we debate whether they're going to raise them again, and which they do, if only they bitten the bullet in the first place, that would have been far easier. But hey-ho, we know the people that run the organisation. So there you go. And John? I think it's a little bit more nuanced this time, but they started the process and my guess is they'll probably do a quarter, but I wouldn't be overly surprised if they paused, if only to make it look like they have some vague idea as to what they're doing. They have a massive credibility problem. Having made such a mess of it, they now have to keep going more or less to finish the job and and, and get inflation back under control. This is the problem. And and, and I think it's because inflation perhaps has been has been rather compliant for such a long time. Although the people on that committee are old enough to remember this. But this is the real issue. Once you let inflation escape, getting it back under control is like herding cats and it causes so much damage and so many problems. That's why it's so important not to lose control of the debate. And that's what they've done. So Jeremy Hunt has been in touch with the banks and the banks are now going to launch mortgage support. That's when interest rates are 5%. I don't remember maybe three or four years ago when interest rates were 0.1%, them launching savers support. And more to the point, can you invest in a bank? Well, I I wouldn't want to. And I think this is ample evidence of why it's a sector that we don't go near. We may buy a few HSBC if you really want some international exposure. But as a general rule, we don't go near banks because here they are becoming some sort of social service. You're not really investing in a business when there are so many interventions in the sector. You never really know what's going on on a bank's balance sheet until things go wrong. So I think the, the short answer to your question is is no. It's a sector that, taking a slightly broad brush, is well left alone. And as you said to me this morning, you can't help but think two or three years down the line, banks will be taking hits on their balance sheets as a result of writing off bad debt. Yes, I have a feeling that mortgage support is going to actually turn out to be tomorrow's bad debt. Right, so let's move on to consumer duty. It's the 31st of July and consumer duty rules are now implemented by the FCA, who is our regulator. I find this hugely disappointing that after the retail distribution review in 2013, 10 years on, we still are now having to implement new rules because people perhaps didn't really follow the rules which were implemented all those years ago. But the regulator wants to ensure that there's fair value and clients achieve their financial objectives. They get good outcomes 
I've been working in this industry for 35 years and I've always wanted my clients to uh, have good outcomes. I don't know why they don't take out targeting. Targeting is something for advisors, which I think is fundamentally flawed. You can go and see two similar people. One invests um, and one doesn't. Um, You should get the same brownie point for giving the client the right reasons for either investing or not investing. You shouldn't be incentivized to get both to invest so that you get a cut of the charges. To me, targeting should have gone a long time ago. And interestingly, a very well-known national firm of advisors, which is probably the biggest operator in the country and many people um, have a huge amount of respect for, it came out with its half-yearly results last week. And they have reviewed their offering for longer-term clients and they can't justify their charges. So they've had to reduce their charges for investors who have been with them for over 10 years and consequently have taken an £850 million hit to their balance sheet. I don't think that this will be the first company which is going to have issues. I think there'll be many other advisors out there which will have problems. And it's interesting to see some of these legal firms which you see advertising sort of, have you had an accident, etc. Now to recover fees from advisors, investment managers, banks, etc., who have basically been taking a charge for 20, 30 years without offering a service. So again, that's probably the beginnings of another mis-selling scandal. I noticed, John, that our Prime Minister is in Scotland today and he's going to make an announcement with regard to oil security and energy security, which is uh, going to be interesting. There was also another article which I was reading about the fact that our infrastructure for distribution of energy, clean energy, it falls woefully short of what's needed. And consequently, we are going to need to implement more pylons to get all this electricity to wherever it needs to be so we can charge our motor cars up and use our heating systems and needless to say there are people up in arms because they don't want large electricity pylons in their back gardens. Maybe Rishi read our last article I don't know. It's a very important subject and energy security is going to be vital over the next 20 years as we've said on numerous occasions. Uh, We need more oil not less Because otherwise, we're going to end up with very, very expensive oil and gas. And there'll be a a permanent multiple cost of living crises because it's an issue that just won't go away. It's all very well decarbonising, but if Asia isn't going to bother, it isn't going to do any good in any event. So it should be up in Scotland and the North Sea still has significant amounts of oil and gas that can be tapped. And... What's the point in importing it? We are going to need it. So what's the point in importing it via carbon discharging tankers when we can get the energy ourselves and get the tax revenue and the jobs to boot? Yeah, we've got issues, haven't we? I mean, you can see the direction of travel. Our energy is going to cost more and more and more. And that doesn't matter whether it's you going to the supermarket in your car, whether it's you living out in the countryside or whether it's the plastic rubbish you stick on your Christmas tree, um, which has been produced in China. Everything is going to cost more, which then begs another question. 
how can inflation get back down to to target in the short term? I just cannot see that happening. Well, by turning off the taps of new oil and gas exploration, I would argue you've actually inbuilt into the system inflation. And that's just a, another nasty side effect of doing it. When it comes to investing, it is going to be so important to be invested in the right areas going forward. If you are not in the right investments, then you are going to get some very, or potentially get some very disappointing results. Bad outcomes. Bad outcomes, yes. And that won't go down well with the FCA's new consumer duty rules. More and more thought has to go into where you invest. You just cannot invest in a bland... Painting by numbers manner. Yeah, absolutely, because I cannot see that being a decent result. And, of course, the worst thing is a lot of people have these pensions, have long-term insurance bonds, and you only find out that you got it wrong 20 years after you invested. And then, of course, it's too late. So people need to keep on monitoring what their advisors are doing very, very carefully. And if you've got any questions or concerns, then you need to raise them. And again, consumer duty rules have said that people need to understand the investments they've bought. And if they require support with those investments, they need to get assistance from their advisor very, very quickly. I mean, Robert, you've got a case where that hasn't happened and a disgruntled person has moved to you in this last week or so. Yes, what you say is very, very true. I think there are an awful lot of people out there who have investments. They don't really know what they are. It's probably the last envelope they open in the post. They probably leave it for six months before they dare open it. Then they look at it and think, well, I don't really understand that, but I'll just put it on the side again. And so the cycle goes on until, as you say, when they really need the money, they think, oh, Right. Well, it hasn't done actually quite what I thought it was going to do. So, yeah, this particular example, the client involved uh, knew of what we did because uh, she has connections with a trust for whom we have acted for many years. And it took her quite some time before she thought, actually, I don't understand what the current people are, are providing me and I'll go and have a word with Robert. So she presented me with her portfolio. I looked at it and I agree with her that um, these were unnecessarily complicated. And she said, to be honest with you, um, I think I'd be better off with Williams Investment Management. So I said, well, let's talk about that. I can show you what the cost charges are. I can show you what our performance might be. And she has decided because she'd rather deal with me than a faceless organisation, uh, that she wants to move her investments to us. And I said, that procedure is relatively easy. We have to get in touch with your provider. And that could take, well, it's, it's, it's taken about four weeks and we are about to do it. And, you know, she feels happier. As John, I think, has previously said in other podcasts, there is a massive amount of inertia, and I, I understand that. You know, if you have a bank account, it takes a lot to think, oh, do you know what, I want to swap bank accounts. Uh, and again, it's relatively easy. Anyway, we are in the process of doing that for her, and she's feeling happier, and 
so am I. I think that lots of people now don't appreciate that we actually manage these portfolios. We are at, at the coalface. These aren't automated trades when we make purchases, we make sales. These are trades which are done by us here in our office. I think a lot of people are getting or now starting to realise that they are part of a managed portfolio service. So whereas in the old days you had investment managers, stockbrokers who managed portfolios on a bespoke basis, you've really now got administrators who invest the money in a product and the actual underlying investment is all done from a central location and you have very little say, in fact, probably zero say, in where the money is invested. You have a choice of maybe 10, 20 different managed portfolios, whether they be ethical or whether they be high risk or low risk, etc., etc., and instead, the the person who you're dealing with is really now a, a glorified administrator. Thanks very much, guys. Yet again, we've covered a, a vast range of topics. We were requested by our manager of the podcast to make it bright and breezy and happy. We try to do that every week, but uh, sometimes it's difficult given uh, the problems that are out there. But anyway, we've discussed oil security, we've discussed consumer duty, we've discussed the regulator and clients moving to this firm. There are links to videos on our website which uh, cover certainly the last topic about how to move to this firm. I commend you to look at that and I look forward to having the chat next time. This material shouldn't be considered as advice or an investment recommendation. You should consult an advisor regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority prior to making investment decisions. All investments carry a degree of risk. The value of any investment or income received from it can go up as well as down and you may not get back the amount invested. Information recorded within this podcast was accurate at the time of recording.